are definitely in Gauteng. Um, it's not an online system. It's not a system problem. Uh, the admissions is about spaces. It's about seats available. Mm. And the fact of the matter is that the Gauteng Department of Education and by name, the MEC is responsible to make sure there's sufficient space. Um, there's, there's simply not enough schools, and they're not building schools uh, at, at a pace that, that keep up with, with the influx of people. So we, we must at least this year see a project like in 2020 when we started to build for the Soccer World Cup. We need a national campaign to select build schools, sufficient schools in the right areas, like Gauteng and like in the Western Cape, unless we see that. People will blame uh, former Model C schools, they'll blame the registration, the online process, but that's not a real culprit. The problem is we don't have sufficient spaces in Gauteng. Some would say there are sufficient schools because a number of these schools, especially in townships, are, are empty and not being utilized to its full capacity. So what should be done about that, do you think? Yeah, that's part of the challenge, um, but but it's not a full story. The problem is, even if you have, let's uh, let's not use hard thing in this regard. Let's talk about the free state thing. Mm. There's more than enough schools in the free state, but they don't still flock to the performing schools who are willing to pass or walk by the school with a 35% pass rate to put their children in the school where there's a 95% pass rate. Um, and I don't blame parents for doing that. You want the best for your children. So we need to fix the dysfunctional schools. But there's a, there's a lack of leadership to really address the systematic issues in the schools, to get rid of the poor performance performers, to rid the schools of the poor school 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 principals and the teachers not performing. So we are protecting the bad apples, and in that process we are really harming the children. How best do you think can both learners and parents prepare for this academic year with all the uncertainties of COVID-19 that we still have and that may come with the year 2022? Well, I think we need we need to prepare ourselves for disruption to so say that may be the norm and no longer the exception. That uh, the learning process is not a process that will only happen at school. There's a partnership between the school and the house, the parents or the guardians, um, and the children to say how best can we continue with education uh, when I'm not only at school. <clears throat> and, and I want to emphasize that part of your education is at school. Um, so we need, again, work as partners, as, as parents, as community, to say how can, how can we make sure children are there. And we need a campaign from all school communities when schools reopen to make sure children actually return to school. And I think that will be one of the biggest challenges in some communities uh, where learners simply said it's not worthwhile to go back to school or uh, there's no space for me, I, I'm, 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 I'm leaving the system. And I think that would be a challenge in some communities. So then we need the, the religious leaders, the NGOs, and everybody in the community to motivate the learners to return to school and then to put pressure on the schools to say, you, you need to fix the systems in your school that children want to return to your school. And I think that, that's, that's a big challenge. Dr. Deacon, I thank you so much for your time. The CEO of the Federation of Association of Governing Bodies of Southern African Schools, Dr. Yako Deacon there.